Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak with me, Luke Crofts. I'm James Hargreaves. And uh, the system's down, so uh, <laughs> that's why we've only had one advert. Yeah. Oh, so we can't bonus. do... Bonus? Yeah. We well, not, unless you're an advertiser. Yeah, then you're a bit gutted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday, James. Why, thank you. It is indeed my birthday. Uh, how, how do you feel? Do you feel old? Uh, at the moment, a little hungover. Yeah, me as well, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. It was a good night, though. Good day and night yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs> it was indeed. I, I enjoyed... We went to Red's Barbecue, and my gosh, the... Uh, is anything actually coming out here? Because all I can hear is the music in my, in my ears. Uh, I don't Just, know. I think so, yeah. Some bad Stevie Wonder in my ears. Yeah, it's the happy birthday song. <laughs> I didn't know if you'd realise straight away. Yeah, well, but, I can't, I can't avoid it. Yeah, because that's the only thing you can actually hear. Yeah. Where's, where's my voice? My here voice we go, here gone. we go. To me. Happy birthday to me. Um, so, yeah, uh, we can't play the happy birthday jingle, though, because the thing's not working. Oh, yeah. Uh, well... I bet you got gutted, aren't you? I, I am. I deserve all the birthday messages and songs and everything that I get. Yeah, so please tweet us in, um, at the squeak, spelt wrong, to wish James a very happy <laughs> birthday. Um, now, obviously, we weren't here last week because uh, we were both down at Wembley, weren't we? So um, we're doing a two-hour show today because Paul Sellers is not here this week um, to try and make up for it. And we're taking a little bit different direction with the music this week as well. So for the first hour, I've got some some kind of electronic, some kind of obscure songs from um, different artists, uh, past and present. Um, Stuff that Paul Sellers might have played on his show. So... um, and then in the second hour, we'll go into some of the normal kind of local band music stuff. Yes. Um, and just, just while you touch on that, uh, I thought it'd be quite good to have a look at what um, what was happening when you were born in the music, uh, British music Well, I know that world. the number one on the day I was born was apparently Sunday Girl by Blondie. It was, yeah. yeah. I looked that up this morning. I know that fact. Um, <laughs> to be fair, though, do you know what the number one album was? Probably a different. I did know, one. but it's escaped my memory. Well, it was Voulez Vous by ABBA. Uh huh. <laughs> spent uh, spent four weeks at number one. That album. Yeah, well, fan, I'd of, take fan of ABBA. Now we'll leave it. Cause now is all you get. Nothing promised, no regrets. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Nineteen seventy-nine was a great year for music. It was. Um, some some great number ones. The first number one of the year was YMCA by Village People. Obviously a great great party song. Yeah, fun to stay uh, there. Uh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me. Hit me. That had a week at number one. Ian Drury, the Blockheads. It was yeah. yeah. Um, it's not actually the Blockheads, is it? It's just Ian Drury. No, it's Ian Drury and the Blockheads. Is it? I thought it was just Blockheads. But it says the Blockheads. Yeah. Oh well. Fair Either way. Um, and then Heart of Glass by Blondie. 
great tune. Great Tragedy tune. by the Bee Gees. Th- these are in order, by the way. Um, Saturday Dennis- Night Fever was out about that time, wasn't it? Great. Oh, great yeah. Film. Was that 77, that was it? it was, yeah, a Smart. couple of years earlier, I think. Um, I Will Survive, Gloria Gaynor. I think oh. that was her only number one, that. Was it? I think so. No. Might be wrong. Wow. Um, That's a classic, though, an anthem, that is. Then Bright Eyes by Art Garfunkel. Wow. Then Sunday Girl, uh, end of May. That's that spent uh, three weeks at number one. You're going to do the whole chart for the year now. Yes, yes as well. Brilliant. Starts all finish. <laughs> Ring my bell. Anita Ward. Well, if Don't you know insist, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. Um, and then uh, Our Friends Electric by Chu Wei Army. That that is a great awesome song. song. Uh, sampled by the uh, Sugar Babes. Yeah. A few years ago, not very well. Um, End of July, I don't like Mondays. Boomtown Rats. Oh God, another yeah. great song. Cliff what, Richards what in there. Cliff Richards in there with "We Don't Talk Anymore." Uh, then Gary Newman with "Cars." They only spent oh, a week great. at number one. That great. Uh, Message in a bottle. The police, or is it now known Sting? <laughs> <laughs> um, Video killed the radio star by the Buggles. Do you know, I very nearly put on the playlist today, Video Killed the Radio Star, oh, but the Erasure version rather than the... Uh, the Erasure version of that, didn't yeah. they? Wowzer. Um, one Day at a Time by Lena Martel. Don't know what that one is. Oh, I can't remember that one. Uh, one, of, one of my dad's favourites, When You're In Love With A Beautiful Woman by Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show. Another classic. Brilliant song, three weeks at number one. Walking on the Moon by The Police. Police had a good year. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, to tie the end of the year up, it was Another Brick Wall Part 2 by Pink Floyd. Another that was a Christmas number one in 1979. Is it Pink Floyd that have the longest-running album in the charts? I don't know. I think it is. They've had like Surely an album in the charts top. for no, for like years to decades. Oh, right. Like, what, the same album? Yeah. Oh, right. Like in, in the top 100 or whatever it is. Not a big fan of Pink Floyd. Um, myself. What about what about um, what about albums? That'll probably be a bit more difficult. Yeah, that is a bit more difficult. Well, the first one of the year was the greatest hits album by Shawaddy Waddy. Shawaddy Waddy. Shawaddy Waddy. Oh, we're not allowed to do that anymore, are we? <laughs> no, I suppose not. <laughs> um, and then it was some of the artists you've heard already: Blondie, Bee Gees, uh, the very best of Leo Sayer had three weeks in the, in, in April. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, Abba was was uh, Abba knocked that one off the top spot. With Voulez-vous. ELO were in there with Discovery. Tube Army. Led Zeppelin, Gary Newman, Boney M. Gary Newman again. Oh, the same album. Uh, what, the same album twice? Yeah, well, Boney M took Gary Newman off and then Gary Newman went back to number one. Right. Fleetwood Mac are in there. So, yeah, great year. One of the greatest hits albums in the in the chart, album charts. At number one as well. Yeah. It was a year of singles rather than albums and actual real albums. Well, back in, back in that day, it was singles, wasn't it? The, with a big thing. Yeah, I it, suppose. It changed in like the 90s and 2000s to albums. Yeah. And now it's just live music. So what did you get for your birthday then, James? I got, well, Ray paid for me to go to Wembley, which was great. Um, including the hotel and the train and everything, so that was my main present. Yeah. Um, she's got me some Lego Dimensions toys. I was going to say, I thought Lego would come in somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Lego. Got a, a bottle of Kraken Run with lots of mixers uh, to go with it. Uh, got lots of different bottles of beer. Uh, and then a, a great night out last night where we oh, went to awesome. all of the meat. Oh, God, yeah. Do you know what, actually? I'd, we went to Red's True Barbecue on uh, Ecclesall Road. 
And um, I'd been to one in Leeds and I'd, I, I was disappointed. But that one on Ecclesaw Road is absolutely fantastic. Oh, it was great. It was great. I don't think I've eaten that much food in a long time. And I, I didn't finish the, didn't finish it either. I had the hot wings as as a side. <laughs> they, they're on the starters thing, but I had them as a side. I've never seen wings quite as big. Yeah, whatever kind of KFC are doing with their chickens, they, they need to start doing it with uh, with the the way that Reds do it. <laughs> because Reds have some mutant chickens or something. They're the, giant. I don't, you know, you feed burgers to chickens. <laughs> I don't think I want to know what they do to the chickens to get them that big. I'm just glad they're that big. I had, and I had, they were very hot. They were they were the hottest hot wings I've had. Yeah, I, I was I was quite uh, surprised because I I tried one and it was gorgeous, but it was very mm. very hot. And I'm I'm not normally one for hot food, mm. but I, I, you know I'm still alive, I'm stomach lining, still intact. Well, I, I looked at the menu and I couldn't choose what to have because I wanted some of everything. So, well, I had one of the big trays and then the wings on the side. Yeah, I was tempted to have what you had—the brisket and bird. Brisket ends. and bird, they were um, really nice. But I, I opted for the uh, rack of beef ribs and a quarter. I only had a quarter of sticky chicken. Yeah, and there was just loads. I had I had two giant onion rings and they came out. They looked like donuts. Well, let, let, let's compare the wings of that we got. Like, if you had a quarter yeah. of a chicken that that wing came from... Well, yeah, yeah. It's all relative, isn't it? And the wing was about as long as my arm. <laughs> Glad you said arm. Um, yeah. No, the, the food and everything was great. But they sat us upstairs and they'd got, like, a themed room upstairs. It was like a college dormitory type thing. Yeah. It was old VHSs and... Yeah, 80s old, style. Yeah, it was great. Little old TVs, little old portable TVs around and stuff. There was a secret door. Yes. It's not secret now, but... Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it was just really good. Really enjoyed it. And then and we went two two male toilets. Did you notice that? I never went to the toilet. They, they had two two lots of male toilets. I didn't understand it. It was like male toilets, which you walked in. There's like the normal urinals and the the normal toilet thing, the cubicle. Then a female toilet, and then there was another male's toilets next to that. Just just absolutely bizarre. Hmm. I was going to say maybe one of them was a disabled one, but we were upstairs, so that doesn't really work, does it? No, no, it doesn't. I don't know then. Anyway, um, it was it was great. We we enjoyed it, and then uh, we we had a we had a mosey on down London Road, didn't we? And yeah, uh, met uh, the guy at the Albion, Andy. Andy, yeah. yes, Andy and Sharon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a great afternoon, and then we went back and uh, had a had a bit of dancing at uh, Faith's house, didn't we? We did. We, we what time did you leave? Um, probably something like about half three or something. Ah, I don't know what time I left. We got to the point where Faith was sat in her home, like <laughs> lay, laying down, ha- half laid down on a sofa, saying, I need to go home. I'm like, <laughs> you are home. Do you mean you need to go to bed? No, I yeah. need to go home. Shall we call you a taxi to just drive you around the block? And <laughs> It's happened before, though, hasn't it? It's happened before. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah, it was great. Apparently, was she's great. hungover. She says, "Oh yeah, I'm not surprised." Yeah, <laughs> it's a deserved hangover. And the, the, they're still in their birthday celebration mode, looking at our group chat. They're, they're enjoying the backing music. Oh yes, happy birthday! Gonna be singing that all day now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I burnt that specially today just for the show. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. It's um, yeah, it's. Is it just on a loop? We yeah. just looped it, yeah. Just on a loop, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Brilliant. So we've got that for two hours. 
Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now, I might put something else on there. Yeah, I was um, gonna say, it is going to drive people a little bit mad, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, but no, yeah, awesome weekend. Awesome weekend. Yeah. And the weather's nice today as well, which is good. It's gorgeous. I went to meet you and I stood for five minutes outside burning up. It was just the sun bearing down on me. With my sunglasses on. Birthday sunshine. Yeah. We're expecting a, a, a child soon. Um, Are you? What? Not me. <laughs> my, my brother's wife's in hospital ready to give birth, but it's um, nothing, oh, well. nothing's come yet. All right, so at some point during the next two hours, we could have news of, of new baby. Well, she went in on Friday, and it's now Sunday. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a long labour, that is. Mm. So that, that would make you an uncle then, wouldn't it, today? If if it was born. Yeah, on your birthday. Yeah, it's a good day to have a birthday. What, a Sunday? <laughs> well, that as well, yeah. But, but June the 5th, it's a good good day. It's almost equidistant between the Christmases. Oh yeah, mine's, mine's rubbish, mine's 30th of December. Yeah. yeah. Not, not quite as bad as Dave's. Dave's is on 25th of December, on Christmas Day. He um, is the second coming. Yeah, Dave, or Jesus as I like to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, just carrying on the birthday theme... Um, there were some famous people born on the same day, uh, well, in the same year. All right. Uh, not, none on the same, oh, oh no, not on the same day. Will Young was born the same year as you. Was he? Yeah, a bit older than you. Pete Doherty. Right. Um, Simon Webb from Blue. Oh, wow. I'm, yeah. in, I'm in great company. Joanne will know, know him. Our friend Joanne. Sophie Ellis-Bexter. Wow. Tony London. From Liberty X. <laughs> All of the pop stars. <laughs> Joe O'Meara from S Club 7. Um, Danny Foster from Hearsay. Oh, yeah, it was a bad year, wasn't it? Uh, on, on this very, on the very day, on June the 5th, Mark Wahlberg was born. Oh, I've not got that in this list. Yeah. Uh, but not in 1979. Oh, sorry. He's, do, you know he's what, older. do you know what I'm doing? These are all the musicians that were born in the, in the same year. That's why they're all musicians. I think musicians for some of those is a very loose term. Yeah, we've got Abs Love from Five, spelt the number five, I-V-E. <laughs> Shane from Westlife. Wow. This is not very good, is it? Let me find people that were born on the 5th of d- today, June. Because <laughs> that's relevant for all the listeners. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Celebrities born today. There we go. I'm actually looking on IMDb to see what actors and stuff. I'm were born not very today. good at doing this. Um, I should have done it before the show. Yeah, there's not many kind of famous, really famous ones that. Let's have a look at deaths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always comes back to that eventually, doesn't it? Yeah. Speaking of which, if uh, in the next hour and forty-five minutes news comes through of Jack Black's death from Tenacious D, we shall uh, we shall bring that to you. Of who? Jack Black from Tenacious D. Apparently this morning, the Tenacious D account on Twitter has announced that Jack Black is dead. Oh, no. I think it's a joke. Yeah. But uh, some oh, people are taking one, it very it? seriously. I think what they're doing is they're having a little bit of a, a joke at the expense of the people that do uh, all the hoaxes about celebrities dying. Yeah. How many times has uh, Bob Hoskins died now? Oh, several million. (laughs) 
Told you many times, James, don't exaggerate. <laughs> but uh, to, to be fair, he did uh, Mario Brothers, didn't he? So he probably deserves it. Anyway, time for the first song of the day, I think. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so this is Charlotte. Um, this is the best thing. Yeah, so there's a cool story about this song, Luke. Really, tell me more. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a film that came out, a Belgian film, surprisingly, called Belgica. Wowza. And Solwax, one of the most famous bands out of Belgium, who are also too many DJs and all that, um, were asked to do the soundtrack to the film. But rather than just do a normal kind of soul wax album, they created 16 fictional bands with different styles of music and made that the soundtrack. And that was Ooh. one of them. That was Charlotte with the best thing. It's actually soul wax. Oh, uh, what? So they created the bands for the film? There's characters in the film? No, just for the soundtrack. They oh, right. Just basically made up 16 bands for the soundtrack. And oh, made 16 cool. different songs, all in different styles, like punk rock, there's that electronic stuff. There's there's even a kind of Turkish house kind of dance thing, which is I, I couldn't ever describe any of the lyrics or anything, but it is pretty awesome. It's a very good album. It's my favourite album of the year, I think, really? so far. Yeah. Mm, that, really is, that is interesting. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Soul Wax, but yeah, that new album is brilliant. Ah, oh, well, check it out. You were uh, trying to pay contactless on your phone there. <laughs> <laughs> you just picked your phone up. It's every time, right, every time I try and unlock the thing with the fingerprint thing, Yeah. it brings up the Apple Pay. Why? I don't, look, I don't, I don't know. You have look. to double tap for Apple Pay. Yes, I know, that's what I'm doing. It's not the... You, you don't even have to click it if you're using your fingerprint. You just rest it on. Sometimes it won't do it, though. Look. So you've got to press it. No, no, you just, just rest it on. No, no press. This is really interesting. This radio. is not... That's not locked. Yeah. But there you go. Just hold, hold your finger on for a second. It comes do you, are you pressing Magic. It, Are you pressing it down? No. Look, look, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Well, you just... You gotta click it. Oh, anyway, stop doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed you. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Forget it. I'm on now. Um, no, I saw something in the news um, which I thought um, was a bit bizarre. Really, um, Doctor Heimlich, who's invented the Heimlich maneuver, yes, to prevent people choking. I didn't realise he'd never actually done it before until uh, until a couple of weeks ago. Mm. He's 96 now. Um, and he actually saved a choking woman at his retirement home. By doing the Heimlich maneuver. By doing the Heimlich maneuver. Wow. I know. Crazy. I think well, I mean it's 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 obviously saved a woman's life, so it's brilliant and everything, but yeah. um it's probably saved loads of lives as well because they teach it in um yeah, first yeah. aid and that, don't they? But I can't believe he'd never done it. In in like uh, well, you know what I mean? I can't yeah. believe that's the first time he's done it. That's pretty amazing. Mm. Like, um Carrie Fisher from Star Wars was saved using the Heimlich manoeuvre by... Princess Leia? Yeah. Harrison right. Ford, wasn't it? Um, it wasn't Harrison Ford, was it? It was Dunno. whoever became her husband. Another actor, definitely, but whoever became her husband. And they got married after he saved her life in the Heimlich manoeuvre. 
Not to be confused with the hind lick manoeuvre. Mm, is that not for radio? <laughs> no. no. Let's move on. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, uh, obviously that's the manoeuvre that requires abdominal thrusts to uh, free the airway. Right, okay. Is, yeah. is that not not for radio too? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean... You, it's you, all got a little bit Rocky Horror Picture Show, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, you, was, you mentioned uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, it's believed to have saved more than 100,000 people just in the US. Yeah. Um, and they include former President Ronald Reagan, pop star Cher. Wow. Uh, former New York Mayor Edward Cook. 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 <laughs> yeah, let's let's get this right. Cook. <laughs> it looks like cock. <laughs> As in cockerel, yeah. Uh, but no, it's coke. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'll carry on. Hollywood actually actors um Elizabeth Taylor Goldiehorn, uh Carrie Fisher, like you said, Jack Lemon and Marlene Dietrich. Walter Matau. And Walter Matau. What a legend. Did I miss him out? Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know if there's nobody else around to give you that Heimlich manoeuvre? Do you know what you're supposed to do? Do it yourself. How do you do it? Uh, do you know? You have to find a flat, solid surface and run backwards into it as hard as you can. All oh, right. Does um, I'm saying that I suppose See, I was going to say squeak saving lives every Sunday. Would that not then pose risks to to breaking your back? Yeah, but if you're choking, then but it's, yeah, if, if it's the better, better of two evils, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Um, and in, in 2014, Clint Eastwood was credited with saving the life of a, a golf tournament director in California who was choking on a piece of cheese. Damn, cheese is so dangerous. Especially cheese strings. Uh, I don't eat cheese strings. They're not proper cheese. No, it's not, is it? No. No. What about mini baby bells? Again. Not bothered. Do you know what I do like? Mexicana cheese. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But again, uh, it cripples me after a while. <laughs> and uh, Simon Cowell was also reportedly saved by comedian David Williams, who oh. carried out the manoeuvre um, after a mint... So there are some downsides to after, it. Yeah. After a mint became stuck in his throat. <laughs> right. Okay. There's, there's lots I could say, but I'm not going to... <laughs> Yeah. So, Dr. Heimlich. What a guy. Yeah. Legend. 96, so he's had a good innings. He has. uh, And we've lost another one uh, in the last few days, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. We've got got a bit of a tribute to him at the end of the show. We have, we have, so we'll uh, we'll come on to that later. Um, Have you seen new Top Gear? I have. Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, what did you? Uh, what did you think? I think it's that divided opinion. I think that basically what is happening, and it's been happening for a long time. Right, even when Jeremy Clarkson was there, what's been happening is Top Gear is the BBC's most successful show. Like sells worldwide, makes the BBC a lot of money, BBC Worldwide a lot of money, um, and then there's certain media outlets that don't like the BBC because of licence fee and whatever else uh, and they just basically pick on Top Gear and they try and sabotage it by giving it all negative press all the time and making up lots of rubbish mm. and then well, all the feeble idiots read those 
those columns jump on the bandwagon, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it's front page of the sun or whatever, then people believe it, and it's it's generally not true. And I think you know it was it was keeping the same format as Top Gear, which everybody kind of expected a little bit. It was Chris Evans and Matt LeBlanc, fair enough, and it, it was okay. It wasn't wasn't brilliant. It wasn't terrible. Well, let us know what you think about Top Gear. We'll be talking it, talking about it a bit more after Midge Ewer. Midge Ewer. And the man who solved the world. In the world. In the world. <laughs> so you'll probably know that better as either a Bowie or a Nirvana song. Yeah, it's... Uh, Bowie uh, for me didn't um, Lulu do a version as yes, well yes she did yeah yeah but I, I love which, that which was marginally better than this <laughs> we've, had, we've had a text you're not a fan <laughs> we've had a text flood in saying a top tune has been totally ruined and so, get me some food from Morrison's but that's directed for somebody else it's a classic I, I love it Bid yours did a great version I didn't, of it I didn't know he'd done, done this to be honest yeah it's no Vienna but it's uh it's a nice, different take on a classic song. Mm. <laughs> You're not impressed. <laughs> no, it's not for me. Um, so, yeah, uh, Top Gear, then. Um, I, I think, I, I mean, I've, I watched it twice. Uh, so I think the first Ooh, commitment. time... Commitment. Yeah. The, the first time, I think, um, you were comparing it against Hammond, Clarkson and May. Yeah. Um, but, obviously... You can't do that because it's going to be it's going to be different, mm. you know. And it's not like it's not like Top Gear has always been Clarkson, May, and Hammond. It hasn't. It's been going for a long time, and it had in the seventies. It had sort of Noel Edmonds and Angela Rippon and <laughs> yeah, whoever else. So yeah. they, have, they have changed presenters before. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think obviously uh, Chris Evans and Matt LeBlanc were a bit a bit nervous when that came came across. I think, mm. and everybody was saying, "Chris, stop shouting!" He was just shouting all the time. Um, but everybody knows that that's his style of delivery. Everyone knew that that was what was going to happen. Surely, yeah. Well, like you said, people have been uh, been critical on uh, Twitter and social media. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get a, a Clarkson Hammond and May. This is a thing everyone's saying. It's not Clarkson Hammond and May. It's well, like, watch no. the other one then. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get one, so it's fine. Well. But, Go on. Sorry, Chris Evans has uh, has, has retaliated on on Twitter. He's saying, Fact. The new, "Yeah, the new t- a bit like Rafael Benitez. The, the new Top Gear is a hit officially in big letters. Twenty three percent audience share, twelve percent more than the opening episode of the last series. These are the facts." Um, he said it, it, it'd have been disappointed if it, the show had got less than five million viewers, but um, initial uh, figures showed about five point six million. Obviously, with the eye player yeah, and yeah. people watching on recorded shows and whatever. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of the most downloaded shows on iPlayer of the year so far, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, is it? I didn't know that. Um, but I mean, yeah, you you can understand why, and I and I think I, I think it'll take a while to to bed it all of the presenters in. Um, yeah, because um, I'm not sure how well they all gel together. But again, if you go back to the first series of. Than the now old new Top Gear in two thousand and two. They had somebody else in there in the first series. Yeah, didn't they? James May wasn't in the first 
first series, was he? I don't think. Mm, um, no. And and again, they they changed it round for the second series, and even then, when it was Clarkson May and Hammond, it didn't kind of gel for a good few years. Yeah. And it was only when they started being more and more silly, it became so big. I'm just trying to find who the original lineup was. There we go. Hold on a minute. Jason Dore. Yeah, Jason Dore. That's it. Um, just did the one series. So yeah, I mean. And then, then you've got people complaining, like, where's the news gone and stuff like that. So people do want it to be the same format. But then you watch Extra extra Gear on yeah, iPlayer. Yeah, I, I thought that was boring. I enjoyed that. It's kind of a, a little bit of a look behind. They do the news on that. I, I think that the best car presenter out of the lot... It's Chris Ramsey. Yeah, he's... I agree. Chris Ramsey, yeah. and he's, like, what, fourth fiddle, isn't he, for, um, for the whole thing? Probably fifth, because yeah. you've got... You got, they got uh, Chris Evans and Matt LeBlanc, and then they got Sabine Schmitz. Yeah. And then Rory Reid and, and Chris Ramsey are, are, are seemingly just part of the extra gear setup. And yeah. I think, I think, I, I don't, I didn't think Rory Reid was that likable. Um, he obviously seems alright, mm. a nice guy, but. I, th- I thought he, wasn't, he uh, bounced well off Chris Ramsey, I thought. Mm, I don't know. No. I don't know. It just looked like they'd never met each other to me. Yeah, but that, that extra gear was more like. Between the presenters was more like what Clarkson May and Hammond was. Yeah, it was more relaxed, wasn't it? Yeah, whereas kind of it felt a bit forced in Top Gear. Mm. I think Matt LeBlanc is great in the the filmed bits, but, but the, the studio studios, bits is not. No. So just just leave Chris Evans as the one show type anchor in the studio and, and get everyone else <laughs> out. Anchor. That's, that's my advice. Um, I said anchor. Yeah. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh right, yeah. No, no. I, I yeah. I know. I know what you're saying. I think. I think they'd be better off losing Rory Reid um, and sort of everybody doing everything and bringing Chris Ramsey into the into the main fold because I think yeah. he's he's a bit like me in that he's wooden, says what he thinks yeah. and he's, he's quite quite funny, I thought. Yeah, he was, quite he was, dry. He was really good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see the next series him being promoted to the main show and mm. having a little bit of a rejig. Yeah, I think so. I think the, I think six is too many, and we've not seen Andy Jordan yet, so I don't know where he's going to fit in with it. Yeah. He's he's only doing occasional things, isn't he? I think. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, th- I think he's on this week's show, doing something or other. We'll find out tonight. Yes. And the best show in the world. In the world. <laughs> and then, obviously, like you say, Amazon Prime uh, is bringing out the Grand Tour. Yes. Um, sometime in autumn. So. Yeah, you've already said you're going to be subscribing. Yeah, oh, have you already got it? I haven't got it now, but I'll find some kind of uh, trial deal to to just give try it a look. It, trial it. Yeah, see what it's like. It's going to be good in it. Yeah, yeah. It, and Andy Willman's there, um, and so Clarks and Hammond and May. So it's just going to be the same, yeah. but, but bigger and with more money. That's it, and around the world as well. I'm taking it to different places. The thing is. It's not going to be the same because they can't take the exact format that they've they used on Top Gear because that's still being used by the BBC. So, well, can you? Uh, it's a format, it's a format, though, isn't it? It's a it's, it's a car magazine show. So it's, yeah, there's going to be. They'll probably just have a couple of new sections in. Yeah, but they can't. They can't do the star and the reasonable price car because that's yeah, that's under license, isn't it? That's it. And they can't. They can't do anything like the stick. So. It'll be three middle-aged blokes messing about in cars yeah. that nobody can afford. 
<laughs> yeah. around in, in locations that nobody can afford to go to. Yeah, so in that sense, it'll be the same. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, time for the next song, and it's another one on your birthday list, is it, James? It is. It says Eels, Fresh Blood. Yeah, do get in touch on the Twitter, um, at The Squeak. We're here until three. Yay! If that's a good thing or a bad thing for you, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Listener, this is The Eels. Squeak on 93.2 FM. Eels and what a great suit tune that is yeah very good that will have been far too loud for the uh, <laughs> listeners ears so apologies for that sorry um, but yeah that, that was the theme tune to uh, a documentary series called The Jinx The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst mm. which is an amazing documentary that everyone should see it's just brilliant yeah I've still not managed to uh, find it yet Um Obviously, that that came about because I was telling you that I would enjoy making a murder so much. Yeah, yeah. And you said, watch this one. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I think the, the quality of the way it's shot and everything. And then it, it all builds up to the big revelation at the end where every, it was in the news where Robert Durst was still mic'd up, went to the toilet and pretty much seemed to admit to the murders, like to himself, talking to himself in the toilet whilst they were still mic'd up. You should never talk to yourself. That's That's the lesson. Yeah, we're doing it to like nobody now, so what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're not murderers though. How do you know? <laughs> um, yeah, we we mentioned uh, the 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 addition to the losses of 2016. Well, there's another one. Yeah, the Cadbury's drum gorilla. <laughs> oh. uh, also known as Harambe. <laughs> Uh, there's there's some kind of sick joke in there somewhere. Yeah, well, um, obviously, I'm, I'm talking about this gorilla that's been shot. Um, you can't feel it coming in the air tonight, can it? it obviously not. No. Monkey <laughs> tennis. <laughs> which, by the way, the, there's a new podcast called Monkey Tennis, which is about Alan Partridge, and you need to listen to it. It's brilliant. Why didn't we think of doing that? I know. I, I actually am kicking myself. And bizarrely, it's, it's one of the somebody that I know who, who lives down south, who's a Wednesday fan, who listened to us doing the Owls Talk podcast and were inspired to do the Monkey really? Tennis podcast. Wow. Um, well, back on the gorilla, um, the director of a US Zoo has defended the decision to shoot the gorilla um, after uh, the, the the small boy fell into its enclosure. Yeah. Um. He said he'd make the same call again. I mean, what what do you think? Obviously, it's it's gone viral. It's sparked a load of anger on social media about um, a how it could happen and mm-hmm. why they shot the gorilla. Um, I, you know, I, I actually I could understand why they've done it. To be honest, it's we we do value human life more than anything else, um, whether that's right or wrong. Yeah, and you know, anything could have happened to that kid, and. People were saying, why didn't they tranquilise it? Because a tranquilizer doesn't get into it's the not, system quick enough. Yeah, um, and the argument was, well, if we did trank, trank the gorilla, there's no guarantee they wouldn't lash out. And yeah, obviously if it's going to feel the dart getting, like, be hurt by the dart hitting it, and then yeah. just, you know, it can lash out. 
So I can understand it. Um, Carl Pilkington was asked about it on uh, and asked me anything on Reddit the other day, <laughs> and his view was that there's only like 900 gorillas left in the world, silverback gorillas, and there's millions of kids. So you know, <laughs> let's let's balance it up a bit. Say what you think, Carl. Uh, <laughs> controversial, eh? Mm. Yeah, but obviously it's, it's sad. Yeah, as all well as as much as Carl Pilkington can be. Well, the the director Thane Maynard has said, you know, the criticisms of from people who don't understand primate biology and the danger that the child was in. Um, like we say, well, that's it. There's so many people commented on it, but what do they know about yeah. the behavioural aspects of gorillas? And yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. Of course, you don't. So yeah, I, I can understand exactly why they've done it. It's sad that they have done it, but you know, it probably needed to be done. On that. Well, and they're there, and they have to make a snap decision, don't they? Of course, they? yeah. Um, but you were saying last night, uh, everyone's yelling, "Keep calm, keep calm." Well, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You're not going to be calm. Yeah, yeah, yelling it all, yelling, "Keep calm" over and over again at a very loud voice is the last thing that's going to keep you calm. And not only that, it was agitating the gorilla as well. Yeah. Like, what, what's, all, what's going on here? I'm shouting. It's at like, me. Have, have you seen the IT crowd mm. where? Uh, Renham is um, talking to Jen about the stress course, and he's just constantly in the face going, Are you stressed, Jen? Are you stressed? Jen! Jen! Are you stressed? Is that the guy that does the voiceovers on Absolute Radio? Uh, no, it's not. It's, oh. it's Chris Morris, that one. Oh, right. But, but the Absolute Radio guy is oh, Matt yeah. Berry, isn't he? No, Chris Morris. He was in The Day Today. That's it, yeah. Brass Eye. Brass Eye. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, wrote Nathan Barley with uh, Charlie Brooker. What's that? It's, it's an old, it only lasted for two series, I think. Oh, right. I don't think I've seen that one. It's basically, you watch it now and you think it, it was a documentary about the future because it, the, it's about idiots taking over the world. Oh. Like, you know, like <laughs> like your stylish kind of bloggers and stuff like that. And it's pretty much coming true. But yeah, the guy on Absolute Radio, the voiceover guy, is uh, Matt, Matt Berry. Matt Berry. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. Big until that. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he was doing one for... Uh, she was giving publicity to another radio station now, but it was doing um it was doing something for Stone Roses, a Stone Roses thing, and it was just like just how many different ways can you say Stone Roses? The Stone Roses. Stone Roses. <laughs> that was my favourite one. <laughs> he must have a right laugh recording now. It's brilliant. If, if you've ever seen House of Fools, which is now on Netflix, if you've got Netflix, um the Vic and Bob sitcomy thing, uh, Matt Berry's in that and like every half an hour episode, around about five to ten minutes in, he make Matt Berry's in it. He makes an entrance, and like just in this like house kind of set that they got, walks through the door, does a, a song and dance number for a minute or two, like big massive in his voice that he does, and then just carries on with the rest of the show as though nothing's happened. It's amazing, really funny. He is the big until that. He is funny. What was the one he was in? Oh, he, he was in the IT crowd. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was... Um, never watched that. He was Chris Morris's son in it. You've never watched... Oh, my God. I've seen, right, I've we seen need the to ha- We need to have some conversations about this. <laughs> because it, it actually transpired last night. I'd, I'd forgotten about this. I'd the, forgotten about dear this. Dear listeners, it transpired last night that Luke hasn't seen Ghostbusters. No, I've not. I, I, I've seen it briefly when I was little, but I can't really remember what happens just unbelievable I think it scared me a bit 
I was very young. Yeah, yeah I can see it being scary to a young kid. Um, There's yeah. also other films that we're, we're talking about that you're not seeing as well. Yes, um, and I've done a, I've got a, a degree in media production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I, I used to get this. I'd not had this for for obviously when I were at, when I was studying. Um, all of my mates at uni were constantly ripping ripping me to shreds because I'd not seen so many iconic films. I'm like, I can be a media production degree if you, if you haven't seen any films. <laughs> and then that, obviously that stopped when I left uni about four years ago. And then last night, yeah, it started again. Yeah, we, we um, need to yeah. put these things right. We need to sort this out. Well, two two of the people giving me stick had not seen. And still haven't seen Shawshank Redemption, which is the best film ever made. Yeah, it's quite quite unforgivable. Yeah. And and did Dave say he'd not seen The Green Mile? Oh yes, he did. Yeah, I've seen that as well. That's a good film. Yeah, unbelievable, um, Dave. <laughs> yeah, There's so many good films. Like, what else? You you've not seen Anchorman from memory? Anchorman. Uh, yeah. What? Oh no, I've seen Anchorman, yeah. Oh, you've seen Anchorman? Yeah, that's the uh, Will Ferrell one, isn't it? Yeah. Ron Burgundy. That's it, the legend. Faith says it's too long. It's not too long, it's just a normal film. What's the Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. Oh, right. Um, Wondered what she was talking about there. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, oh, uh, the wings. (laughs) Yeah, the wings. Only the band the Beatles could have been. So, so yeah, um, oh. the Shawshank Redemption is brilliant film. It's not too long. No, it's not. It's one of those that flies by as you're watching it because it's that good and yeah. gross. I don't know where she's got that from. Yeah. So it's not like Lord of the Rings, which is like three and a half hours. Oh, it's, it's just a standard film. Then um, there are some other films that I've not seen, which were which were driving you all crazy. Yeah, I can't remember what they were. No, no I can't. A lot was drank. <laughs> it was. I'm still I'll, feeling it now. I'll get round to it. Anyway, um, probably the last song of the hour. Yes. Um, and uh, it's Erasure. It is. It says, uh, for, for a remix album, Erasure's 30 years old this year. Um, they did a remix album a couple of years ago, and this is the latest version of Hallowed Ground. You listen to the Squeaker 93.2 FM. Uh, it's not the last song of the show, because we're here till three. So yeah, stay tuned. Stay with us. Or if you haven't been listening, then we won't know. Just, just pick up my mic there. <laughs> yeah, we we decided to stand up and like for the first time ever. Uh, and yeah, it's interesting. Dif- it's different. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was Erasure with Hello Ground. Vince Clark's big mix for the anniversary of the Innocence album. And again, another one on your birthday list. You're a big Erasure fan, aren't you? Yeah, I do love a, love a bit of Erasure. Um, but yes, uh, we're, we're very nearly up to the two o'clock hour. Yes, um, when when we should be starting. Yes. So, um, we've had at least two, three listeners. So Yeah, we, we've almost run out of things to say, uh, to talk about. But but let's just carry on and see exactly how it goes. Um, we've got some local music coming up in the next hour, as we normally would do on the squeak. Yeah. Um, it's, it, yeah. If you're in a band or you know people that are, send us your music in, because we'll play it. Yeah. Or if not, we'll have to listen to dodgy versions of good <laughs> songs by Major and... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and some, some that erasure. Was a, that was a classic song. It was a great version of... And I know everybody likes the Bowie version, and Nirvana did a fantastic cover, but Medjure's version of The Man Who Sold the World is great. It's it's an acquired taste. If you if you like electronic music, you've got to love that. It's great. I do, though, and I don't. <laughs> I like, like Gary Newman and uh, and Shubay Army and that. What, what about Vienna? Do you like Vienna? Yeah. Like Ultravox? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't mind Ultravox. I just didn't like that version. It's not, it's not Midjore in general. So I, like, I like the Band-Aid number. Yes, indeed. Which everyone forgets was Midjore. yeah. Old Geldof gets all applauded for that, doesn't he? I know. He's, he's been living off uh, I Don't Like Mondays for about, well, 37 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. <laughs> uh, um, Do you know what I Don't Like so, Mondays is about? Yes. Yeah, it's about... Uh, Massacre. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah, went in and basically killed all of the classmates and yeah, everything. Pretty much on a rampage. Nice, nice, depressing thought on this sunny Sunday. Yeah, well, it always it always comes back to death, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a nice day in Sheffield today. There's not many people about. It is indeed. Maybe they're enjoying the gardens. Maybe so. Maybe the, they were the all beer gardens. Maybe they're all out on Friday for BBC Music Day that happened all around Sheffield. We'll talk about that in the next hour as well. All right, okay. Well, there's no adverts, so we may as well just soldier on. All right. Is it is it two o'clock yet? It's very nearly two o'clock. Well, we'll just well, the the machine has broken, so oh yeah, dear advertisers, um, we apologise. Yes. That in fact, you know all the adverts off by heart. You can do. I them. could do the voice. You can do them live. <laughs> Go on, do do one. Do Mr. Compensator. No, can't. <laughs> I can't. Can't do it live. Um. I thought, well, what I might do is I might just play with the sustain and put it up for two o'clock, and then we'll have at least one advert. Yeah, we can try it. That's it. It's the only thing we can do. We do, we do, we do need to honour the uh, the advertising commitments. Indeed. When everything works. Yeah. Not ideal. Um, so you've just got to play guesswork with that and put it up at the right time. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You listen to Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Smooth. Smooth, well done. No, it's not smooth, it's Sheffield Live, <laughs> 93.2 FM. I meant you were very smooth in how you just dealt with that whole situation of the yeah, adverts well, not working. Um, All those voices you just did when you read them live then. I know, yeah. I did say no, I can't do it, but I can. Yeah. Friends, 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 friends. friends. Um, yeah, so yeah, you're listening to The Squeak. Uh, yeah, with me, uh, James Hargreaves. And me, Luke Crofts. <laughs> Again, voice swap. <laughs> 
Marvellous. <laughs> You're brilliant at this. I know, yeah. yeah. Yes, 93.2 FM, Sheffield Live, and yeah, this, this is this is our normal hour. Yeah, this we've is our normal hour. We've already done an hour. Uh, if you've just tuned in, where have you been? Um, we've been on since one o'clock, uh, doing a special two-hour extended show, yeah. um, and it's James's birthday. Woohoo! Happy 19, birthday to me. 1979 makes 37. Apparently, um, yeah. Same, that's, same, that's what I was told. Same year as some really excellent musicians, such as Will Young, Abs from Five. Wow. Uh, I mean, someone from Liberty X. Can't remember his name. Something, something London. Well, exactly. That's exactly what we can say about Liberty X. <laughs> Nobody can remember any of them. Um, one of them's just won the voice. Pete, is something Sim. Not uh, John. Well, I don't again, even know his last name, Sim. Again, who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, was Mylene Class in Liberty X? No, she was in Hearsay, wasn't she? Oh, that's the one, yeah. Did, was that was that the, when they won Pop Stars, The Rivals? Yeah, I think or so. Or just Pop Stars? It was The Rivals, wasn't it? I think. What was, was The Rivals? Pop Stars was, was Will Young and Gareth. No, no, that was Pop Idol. Oh, yeah. See, shows how much attention I pay to that rubbish on the telly. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, sort of, 15 years ago. Yeah. So if you didn't pay attention the first time, you're not going to be able to remember much anyway. Really. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, yeah, welcome to the squeak. <laughs> if you've been with us since one, we apologise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got another hour. <laughs> another another hour of Stevie Wonder and Happy Birthday on loop. Yeah, it's if it's not <laughs> driven you mad yet, like it has me, <laughs> then... Yeah. But we do have some local music coming up. We've got some Sheaf, some Polka Dodge, our saving day, and we've got a little bit of a tribute to Muhammad Ali. But we're going to leave that as a surprise, aren't we? Yeah. I think it's quite an obvious one. <laughs> local music tribute to Muhammad Ali. We were dancing to it last night. Didn't we were it? indeed. To it. Singing along at the top of our voices, as were lots of people at Mosborough Music Festival. Yes. There's I another was, clue. I was going uh, to say say about that, actually, because I've, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff on my uh, social media feeds. Carlton Malone has been there as yeah. press. He's yeah. been taking photographs. Carl as press. I know, yeah. He's wow. bought a camera, now he's press. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, I've seen like lots of shots of him doing interviews with bands. So. Yeah, no, it looked like a really good day out. Yeah. Um, there was quite a lot happening yesterday. Obviously, it was we went out for your birthday, but there was the Mosborough Music Festival. There was the Three Valleys, Three Valleys Beer Festival in Johnfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, My birthday was the most important of all of them. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Well, that's because we ate all the food. <laughs> Indeed, all of the meat. All of the meat. Yeah, I th- I think that for for all the mentions we've given Red's Barbecue here, they should a give Sheffield Live some money and b give, <laughs> give us, us lots a free of free meal, free food. Yeah. Um, we might get a, a discount on letting with whoever that was at the top of the hour. Martin and Co. Was that what it Were was? you not paying attention? Well, I, I couldn't. I, I just had to read from the script when I was doing <laughs> it. So it didn't go in. Um, what was the other one? Peace in the Park. You said peace. Peace in the Park. Peace. We're not condoning urinating in <laughs> on, the, on the village green. Or indeed anyway in, anywhere in public. <laughs> um... So yeah, no, it's been a good weekend, and uh, you know it feels like the summer's starting now, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's nice and sunny. I, I've even worn my sunglasses today. Yeah, um, and the only reason you've taken them off is because you couldn't wear them with the headphones. <laughs> Pretty much. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have kept I, I was, them on. I was going to do a bono and <laughs> and wear them indoors everywhere, along with a stupid hat. Uh, was that during the rattling hum days? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. He's not a hat person. No. 
and then who's the other one who's at the edge that wears the, edge. the beanie he wears the beanie yeah yeah, yeah. what a boring band I like it. I like. I think they're all right. <laughs> you you slated mid your earlier, so I'm getting you back. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, um, I've seen something uh, this week, which is, I mean, obviously, Leicester are still riding the crest, aren't they? And uh, they're in cloud nine, Indeed. whatever. Um, it it it, uh, it came about that Jamie Vardy had got a lookalike, um, and when uh, when Leicester were doing the open top bus parade through the through the city, um, he actually. Got pulled onto the to the team bus yeah, yeah. Uh, and parted with them. Um, it transpires in the last sort of week or whatever. Um, Jamie Vardy and his his other half of blocks uh, the lookalike um, on Twitter and social media. Lee Chapman, uh, he's called, yeah. and, and the resemblance is quite striking. Not the Lee Chapman. Who's that? Don't you remember Lee Chapman? The, the at Sheffield Wednesday and Leeds United star striker uh, no when, when, how far are we going back going back to about Wednesday was about 88-ish well, I was born in 1989 so that's why I don't remember oh my god there'll always be that 10 year age gap <laughs> 10 and a half uh, I forget I sometimes <laughs> forget I'm talking to the guy that's never seen the Goonies yeah or Lost Boys or Lost Boys <laughs> lots, lots of films that I haven't seen just you need educating in life I can accept the films. I, I'm, I feel a bit hard done to if I get slated for not remembering someone that played <laughs> played football for Wednesday a, a year before I was born. You should know every single player. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, we can argue all day, and we probably will on the way home. Um, but no, Lee Chapman. Uh, he, he said he's been. Um, he is a poster in real life, uh, and he's taken a career break because he's been posing for like pictures and whatever else. He says he's heartbroken to be blocked. I mean, it's a bit strange, isn't it? Is has anybody worked out any reason why you would block him? Has, no, has he actually been abused? J- Jamie Jamie Vardy's agent's not really made any comment, but it just seemed a bit strange. Yeah, like like you know, he's gone from meeting like one of his heroes in his in his childhood football team. Um, so he's actually a Leicester fan. Yeah, he's been been a Leicester fan all his life. Right, um, so, no, that's the difference. If it was just a random bloke that looked like him, that then well, yeah, obviously it'd be no, a bit like weird. Lee Nelson it? does, where he jumps on stage at FIFA and stuff like that. If it was something like that, huh? No, Lee, Lee Nelson. The um, sorry, Happy Birthday's putting me off again. <laughs> yeah, Lee Nelson. He, he happy kind of birthday didn't he hijack you. the the England happy squad? Birthday. I don't know who that is. Lee Nelson. Yeah, from the Telly Bob shows things. Do do a quick Google on him. Lee Nelson. Lee Ho- type Lee in and Lee Harvey Oswald comes up. Wow. I know. Conspiracy. Oh. Lee Nelson. I'm sure it's Lee Nelson. Simon Benjamin Brodkin is an English comedian performing both on the stand up circuit and in comedy television series. Is it him? For the benefit of the radio, That's it, yeah. Um, so I don't understand then. I'm sure. I'm sure he ha- he got himself a suit that was similar to the England squad at the last tournament, right? And jumped on the plane with them and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. I remember. Um, and then didn't he go to FIFA and and start throwing around loads of money in front of Seth Blatter, saying, "I've got your bride." Oh, was that him? I think so. That, yeah. That's yeah. That's one of the really uh, sort of. 
well-known photographs now. Yeah. Because um, it was just just dollar bills flying all over the place. Yeah, he, do, he does lots of little stunts like that. I believe it's him. If it's not him, then I've just been talking rubbish for the last five minutes. Yeah, we di- digress slightly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, it's not clear why he's been uh, blocked. Um, but to be fair... It, apparent, apparently Jamie Vardy's other half, I don't know if he's married or wife or what, she said... Um, He's like he's like been tagging himself in all these pictures and just becoming a bit of a nuisance, but no official word. Well, if he's been doing that, then fair enough, really. Saying that, I've I've had to block plenty of people that have been liking our tweets. Really? Because I think they've been spam. Really? W- women in revealing outfits and stuff. Oh right! Before you block them, send them my <laughs> way so I can, I can have a look first. I don't think they're real people. I think on, on Facebook, right, I've only ever blocked two people on Facebook, and one of them was this week, and it was my brother. <laughs> Have you blocked him? Yeah. Why? What's he done now? He was just being himself. Yeah. yeah. He looked like he had a good weekend in London with Neil, anyway. I think Neil had a good weekend in London. Does he remember any of it? Uh, I think he remembers very little. I, I don't think he actually remembers any of the game. Well, um, a few people, uh, a few people stumbled on. Um, BBC Look North for Humberside and North Lincolnshire. Now that was funny. It was very funny. Um, obviously, after after uh, after the, the result, um, Look North for that that region of the country managed to find some Hull fans. Don't know how. <laughs> and uh, and we're doing vox pops. You know, how do you feel about the game? You know, next season, all this rubbish. And uh, there's this one bloke going absolutely barmy, bless him. It looked like he had a good day out. Um, and uh, Neil's there over his shoulder, making faces to the camera and sort of mouthing, you know, what, what's he on about and all this. What, what? The, the thing um, is... It was hilarious. It, it was really funny. And, and also, hilarious. what you don't realise is how close he was. He was literally almost kissing the bloke's face. It, it doesn't... Yeah, the, cam- the camera is deceiving. Cause yeah. Obviously, when I was when I was at uni, you were saying, right, get getting really close, and you think, oh, we're far too close here. It's going to look strange, but on the camera, it doesn't. Yeah. So you don't appreciate it. But he's literally got his head right over his shoulder in his face, and obviously, because you and uh, Neil were both in plain clothes, <laughs> they just assumed. I'm guessing he was with the guy being interviewed. But Carl Maloney commented on it, and I'm sure. Like his point is correct that how bad must the rest of the footage have been for to them use to, that to yeah. ha- actually well, leave that in? I mean, the guy was quite passionate, um, yeah. and you know, a, a really a really solid Hull fan, and he'd had a good day out. So yeah, you yeah. You, you would use that, but I think obviously they just didn't realise. But saying that, you know, like I said, there weren't many Hull fans there, so they probably had to use what they could get. No, oh, that's a good point. Did Did you go to the fan parks before? Yeah, the match? we we had. Uh, we did about an hour before the game. We had a, we had one drink because it took forever to get served. To be fair, it was really busy. Yeah, we went we went to the fan parks probably a couple of hours before the game. Before we crashed the hotel room and Neil trashed it. Um, yeah, I saw him uh, doing a lot of things with ironing boards and whatever yeah, else. That dancing with an ironing board. Yeah, yeah. He tried to jump out of the window at one bit. Had to pull him back from. Well, there. you wouldn't have had to block him on Facebook if you'd have let him, would you? <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he went a bit nuts after being given champagne, prosecco, wine, lots of premium vodka, as well as a few beers. Which premium vodka was it? I haven't got a clue. It was it was one in a, a tall, straight bottle, and very large measures. 
Oh, yeah, great fun. But yeah, the, the whole fan park was empty. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were walking through pretty much everywhere. Um, we got the tube everywhere and we're on buses and that. Mm. Hardly saw any. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we took a lot of people... Uh, Wednesday, you know, a lot of Wednesday fans when they hadn't got tickets because they wanted to watch the game in the fan park and the bars surrounding it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I think the, I mean, Hull didn't even fill their end. No, no. It was it was shameful, really. Uh, the football the football league should have sold Wednesday more tickets because there were seven empty blocks and they'd sold us some blocks anyway yeah. over and above his original allocation. It, the way that Hull and Ticketmaster sold their allocations initially meant that they couldn't do it for segregation reasons. Just a pain. Well, they should have worked it out, though. They should um, have done. App- yeah. Apparently, the clubs are told that if they can't guarantee a sellout, yeah. then they, they sell it block by block. Yeah. And then when is all the segregation's predefined. Yeah. And uh, Hull and or Ticketmaster, whatever, didn't do that apparently, and ended up with lots of empty seats. Well, you know, it, it was a great weekend out anyway, but. Um, I thought I, I suppose we should be grateful for the fact that Millwall have not come up um, because when yeah. when they come well when they go anywhere on away days there's always there's always trouble things getting smashed I think one of the doors got ripped off one of the trams last year it did yeah um, so, last time we played them yeah. and we get a, a Barnsley derby so that's good so we've got Barnsley Rotherham Sheffield Wednesday it's going to be a really tough league though this year mm, I agree well I mean uh, Newcastle have, have gonna, they're going to be in a really strong position now where Rafa stayed Um be interesting to see what happens at Villa. Yeah. Could go into free fall. They could do, but I bet they don't though. But they're still they're still gonna be a really strong team. And they're still gonna <laughs> Oh my god. Just found the bubbles. You you've actually got some bubbles from last night. In, I'm the same I'm wearing the same jeans. Wow. That's uh <laughs> You can't see it. You might not want to do that on the equipment in here because we know how Oh yeah. How sensitive it can be. Might start working. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. time for the, Let's first, have the track. first song of the hour. And I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, it is The Sheafs. Or is it just Sheafs? Just Sheafs. Just Sheafs, no the Sheafs. This is, this is quite a Sheffield sounding band. I wonder if they go in The Sheaf on... Uh, Maybe. Or Ramal a Sheaf Lane. Island. A Sheaf View. Quite a lot of Sheafs. Yeah. You'd imagine, sir, seeing as Sheffield's named after Sheaves. Hmm. Yeah. But this is just Sheaves. Yeah. This is them doing live a song called Nobody's Watching. Yep. 93.2 FM, The Squeak. Uh, get in touch on Twitter. King is all 
You can find that song on uh, YouTube, Steel City Sessions. That Sheafs, with nobody's watching, they're playing uh, the Rocking Chair on the 9th of June. Five are in. Uh, also with the Lapels and Adelphi. Ah, Lapels, we played them last week, didn't we? Yeah, uh, really not last good. week, yeah. Well, the week before. Week before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really, Very really good. good. Very good. Um, I'm sure uh, Neil put something about Lapels. Are they playing down Sheffield soon? Yeah, the rocking chair, like I just said. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just weren't the, listening. The 9th of June, five are in. Oh, that's my uh, it's my mate's birthday, that. Is it? Yeah. Well, he should have been born f- like four days fifth. earlier. Yeah. Should have been born on the 5th. That's a much better day. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Um, what were we going to say? Oh, I've lost my train of thought now. I don't know. Should have written it down. You know, this this week I thought I've been really ill. This week I thought I was like actually dying or You're something. You're always ill. I am. I'm one of the illest persons I know, and I'm not speaking in like a Run DMC kind of way, <laughs> you know, Beastie Boys. Um, I'm not. I'm not licensed to ill. Oh dear. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been really bad. Right. Really struggling to breathe, like so proper you struggle over the weekend. Yeah, proper laid out and whatever. And went out yesterday. I was really struggling initially yesterday. And last night I got in, into the house, and exactly the same thing instantly hit me. And I've, I think I've realised what it is. What? I think I'm being poisoned by the plug-in air fresheners. Yeah, I mean, my mum's mo- <laughs> got one, right? And it's uh, it's not a plug-in, it's just like a battery one. And she keeps it on top of her fridge. 
Yeah. Which is fine. But if you time it wrong and you go to the fridge, you get sprayed in the face. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and then obviously some of it will go into the fridge and contaminate what Do you think she's done it on purpose, knowing what you're like for stealing food out of the fridge? <laughs> I, I know, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I normally, it's normally the biscuit jar. I know it's the old cliche. She got some triples in the, in the, the biscuit jar last time. Some triples? Mm. Do you know the biscuit with the chocolate in the middle? Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, what did I have? I had. Uh, I went. To, I, I went. Uh, I had a coffee with one of my old friends, and um, he got me a a chocolate bar out of the machine. And I can't for the life of me remember what it was called now. Great story. Like, I know. I know. Same. Another one. Same time next week. Yeah. Get <laughs> you for another one. Um, oh, it was, was like it a star a, bar. No. No. Double decker. No, it was smaller. They they come in like packs of eight or ten, and they're like it's chocolate with. Caramel, but like solid caramel. Right. I can't remember what it's called. I haven't got a clue. I'm going to have to text him. (laughs) It's going to really annoy me. I'll text him in the next... I'll do it now. I'll text him in the next song. Wow. That's... uh, that's It's not going to add any benefit to the show. Quality radio. It'll just annoy me if I don't find out what it is. Quality radio. Luke stood texting on his phone. (laughs) (laughs) To try and find out the name of a biscuit. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was Danny Pietnik. Um, I went for a coffee with him and he got me a, a thing out of the vending machine. Um, and I was like, oh, I've not had one of these since I was a kid. John McClure, Some... Reverend of the Makers, has, has today been saying that all radio shows are too beige and he's considering doing his own radio show. Well, yes, yes, because what you find now with radio shows is it consists of somebody who's older than his time who's never seen the Goonies texting a friend <laughs> as to what kind of chocolate biscuit he had from a vending machine it's true brilliant it's true look anybody can do a podcast now and broadcast it across the world and it'll be better than listening to you text I got it on silence so you couldn't hear the, the things anyway the um, but that, that, that brings me on to another subject actually which is um there's, a, there's been an Ask Reddit thread on Reddit, okay. which is where I get all of my quality news and information. Um, the, the Ask Reddit thread is... I thought you didn't like Reddit. I love Reddit. Oh, it's, it's BuzzFeed great. that you don't oh, like. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed just, just nicks stuff. stuff off yeah, Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so what's something that took you way too long to realise? And some, uh, some of the responses are great. Have oh, you, I thought you were asking me. Well, probably I've not seen a lot of films that, uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that get me into hot water. Well, there's there's one woman here who's who said that it took her way too long to realise that her sister's birthday was the same year and only six months before hers, which meant that she was sister. adopted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. wow, that's groundbreaking. Yeah, that's great. Um, there's one where uh, somebody got a new car, tried to open the driver's side door and failed, thought it was broken, so for the next six months used the passenger door to get in and climb over to the driver's seat and it was only when somebody saw her and said what are you doing she said look the door's broken and went to open the door and it unlocked so for six months she's been climbing over the passenger seat how stupid is that though <laughs> so she bought, she bought a new car uh, a new used car so right yeah so it's not one that she could have took back kind of thing I don't surely think. you would ask though why Why does this door not open it's fairly integral yeah. It's not. It's not. If you don't open, it's not a door, is it? Use your key and unlock it. <laughs> wow. So somebody said they'd never understood where sandbags came from until yesterday. Apparently, they always assumed that the bags of actual sand were shipped to wherever they needed to be, which seems to be really inefficient. 
and he's never had any reason to look into it further. Only yesterday, when he was watching some documentary on World War One, did it occur to him that the sand was just whatever earth was collected from the trenches that were being dug. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, too much time on his hands, I would say. <laughs> yeah. What? When do you get to the point where you say, oh, I wonder where sandbags come from? <laughs> How bizarre. <laughs> well, where do you get to the point where you say... What's the name of that chocolate bar? I must text my friend <laughs> in the middle of a radio show. I was just going to say, and stay tuned for the uh, the breaking of the uh, the chocolate bar that I ate last week. <sighs> I'm really? starting to get hungry now. I've been that hungover this morning. I didn't want to eat. I had a small it's bowl of cereal. All the talk of chocolate bars. And biscuits. Yeah. yeah. It's your fault for mentioning the plug-in air fresheners. You know, I, I genuinely think that the plug-in air freshener was killing me. I'd, I'd, I'd can't, they can't be very good for you because it's full of chemicals, isn't it? Yeah. And then you're breathing that in. That's it. And I realised, it's only like a realisation that after I got the shopping delivered the other day, plugged in these plug-in air fresheners, and then I started feeling really bad after that. Mm. Like, to the point where I was laid up not able to breathe for a few days. Do you have asthma then? Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then... Yeah, just last night when I walked in the, into the house, cause it, because I've been ill, I've not been out of the house. Went out of the house yesterday, so I was forced to go with you lot for some meat, <laughs> <laughs> which I enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, which I really did enjoy. And then got in, and it hit me again. It made, made me feel bad again. Yeah, it must be then. Yeah. Well, it's got to be something in the flat. Yeah, so I've, I've unplugged mm. them all and thrown them in the bin. When I, when I did uh, when I did my old show not get back. a few years ago, <laughs> yeah, a few years ago, um, we had a we had a we had a guy called Alistron who now does another show um, in the week, um, but he was a, a, a an advanced medical practitioner or something like that. I, I could never remember what his job title was, and we uh, he'd, he'd do like a health segment, uh, and we'd call him not Doctor Alistair because we couldn't call him Doctor Alistair because he said you know legally I'm not a doctor you can't you know yeah we were like, oh we'll be fine he went no he can't <laughs> you can't do it <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we called it not Doctor Alistair. Um, so he, he, he might be able to help you. Yeah, well, I might ask him. Yeah, let's uh, let's get some advice. Mm. If, if anybody else knows that uh, plugging air freshers kill you, then tweet us. <laughs> yeah, the squeak. I think uh, I think Unilever will be a bit gutted. Um, I think they're one of the companies that make them. I do think that I've, I've I entered a promotion to get two free cinema tickets by buying those plugging air fresheners. So at oh. least I've got a trip to the cinema out of it. Oh, have you actually? I hope you won. I've had to to claim them, then they come in the email or something, I don't know. I see, I see. Uh, Well, good luck. I I, I might go and see Ghostbusters, which you haven't even seen the original one. The remake of Ghostbusters, we were talking about this last night, it's got, uh, it's it's an all-female cast, isn't it? Yeah. The main characters, anyway. Yes, it's um, caused quite the controversy over the internets of people who shouldn't be allowed an opinion, having an opinion. In your opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> it's all about opinions. Allegedly. Just throw that in. Anyway, um, yeah, well, maybe you can. Maybe you can go and watch it. Should we have another song? Yes. Some great pop music, this one. Sheffield's pop pop sensations are back. This is a bit of polka dodge. Yeah. Um, you listen to the Squeak 93.2 FM. It's just coming up to half past two. Only half an hour left. Take 
trio. <laughs> we, we worked out on a biscuit. It was a trio. I've just spent... How long was that song on for? I've just spent three minutes and seven seconds uh, Googling chocolate biscuits on the worldwide internet. Wow. And it was a trio. So you found found out that the biscuit that you had was a trio. Because you've not been texted back. Uh, no, he's not texting me back. He's obviously not listening. Um, just, just a quick plug for Polka Dodge as well. That's their latest tune all in my head. With their new bassist, Jack Galvin, that's joined them. Um, oh, that's uh, the guy from um, West Street Live. That yeah. looks like Serge from Kasabian. Uh, and they are playing the lead mill with the Fontaines and Ashley Holland on the 9th of July. And again, reasonable five five pound tickets. That's a great lineup for a fiver. Better mill as well. Better than nine quid. Better than nine quid. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed that. That was good. Um, it, it, it really helped fuel my searching power. <laughs> um, yeah, the reason I've not had one for years is because United Biscuits have relaunched it. Wow. So it's, they stopped making them and then they brought them back. Do you remember trios? I do, yeah. yeah. I remember the advert where it was like, trio. Oh, I don't trio. remember. Because it, it, it had like the gold wrapping. Yeah. It's a bit like a club biscuit. A little bit like but, that, But, yeah. but d- d- different. Yep. More chat about biscuits this time next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biscuit segment. <laughs> so, yeah, what else has been in the news then this week? Anything else, um, anything else bizarre? Like the oh. last one. <laughs> Anything else bizarre? Well, um, not necessarily bizarre, but a cool thing for Sheffield uh, and the rest of the the rest of the country. But it was BBC Music Day on Friday, and Sheffield uh, took part as, yeah. as part of the Sheffield Makers Festival thing as well. Uh, and there was lots and lots of cool stuff happening around the city. Did you see anything going on? No, no. On Friday, on Friday, <laughs> you at work? I- I had a bit of a nightmare on Friday. I was out. I was out with my boss and his boss. Wow. Yeah, it was a long day. That's a lot for of a coffees fr- for you to go running. For and a fr- Friday, well, um, <laughs> we, it took three hours in the first call. Yeah. When normally it doesn't take me anywhere near that. Um, and then we got to the next call and we had we had lunch. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is ridiculous. This, and then. Kev, Kev just would not stop talking about everything. And I'm like, Phil was started standing up and he, oh, we're we going to crack on. And Kev's like, yeah, just, just go through. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be working until like seven o'clock in the evening at this rate. <laughs> right. So I had to drop a call and everything. So no, I was uh, I was racing around on Friday, so I didn't see it. Well, things that happened in Sheffield. So in, in a word, no. <laughs> in, in Sheffield, things that happened. Um, and lots of people have come together, like the universities, like so a lot of the venues and stuff all come together. There was a stage in Barker's Pool. Um, all right. Where there, there was lots of bands on all throughout the day, there, there was just little pop-up events like um, a singer popping up in John Lewis or uh, all right, uh, uh, Liberty Ship. The band were playing on the trams. Uh, oh, so on the tram. And if you got a tram as well during the day on Friday, you know the little announcements that tells you the next stop and whatever. Oh, Jarvis. And old Jarvis did that, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned this last night, but I can't remember. Yeah. Reverend and the Makers, or John from Reverend and the Makers, did a, um, a set at the Frog and Parrot. and I, I didn't see any of this advertised. Well, you're not looking in the right place. Obviously. Why did they do it on a weekend when they could could hit more people? Because it coincided with BBC Music Day that BBC obviously wanted to do together. on a Friday. Yeah. People at work. Great. Um, but th- there has been that argument of why didn't it ha- why did it happen whilst yeah. people are at work and stuff. But yeah. 
like five o'clock in the evening, um, an opera singer came out onto the balcony at the town hall and started singing Ness and Dorma. Really? Yeah, just li- wow. little kind of niche things like that. It's good, that, isn't it? I bet it's a nightmare to organise, but yeah. well worth it when it comes off. Um, well, obviously, uh, this coming Friday, it will be the start of the Euro- European Championships. Yes, indeed. Um, have you watched any of the England friendlies? No, I've not. Neither have I. I just, not bothered about friendlies. I, I kind of... I, I used to watch absolutely everything England did, whether it was a friendly, whether it was a tournament. Like I'd, I'd be out in the pub watching it. I think I think every my time I don't anymore. My enthusiasm for the national game sort of started to go downhill after 1998. Yeah, and that was my first World Cup as a as a, <laughs> as a young boy. I was going to say you were only a little nipper then, weren't you? Yeah, um, I, I was Ig- ignoring the Goonies ever happened and <laughs> <laughs> blissfully unaware of uh, Lee Chapman from 1988. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Ten years previous at the time. Indeed. When when I I was actually a Wednesday mascot back oh, yeah. then and. You get you got to choose which player you you ran out with and, and Lee Chapman. It was Lee Chapman. Oh, that's why. That, well, no wonder you remember him then. Yeah, he, he was my favourite back then. What's what's we doing? What what's? We'll have to do a segment. Where are they now? <laughs> yeah. Old he, Wednesday players from. He married. Um, what's her name? Les, Leslie Osh. Oh Le- right. Leslie husband. She's um, she died, didn't she? Leslie Osh. Did she? Hold on a minute. I, be, I, I better be correct uh, on this. Have we actually gone back to death? Well. This, this show is all it's about just the death. default. Um, she, I know she had the problem with the lips and stuff. Oh yeah, Lee Chapman. Yeah. This this is basically this no, whole show no, is live she's, Google. She, she's not dead. She's not dead. She's, she's not dead. Um, I know she was really really ill. Um, she was in Men Behaving Badly, weren't she? She was, yeah. So just like Jack Black, she's not dead. <laughs> and lots of other people. <laughs> lots of other people. Yeah, married to uh, Lee Chapman. Yes, the former Sheffield Wednesday and Leeds United star striker. How old do you think she is, Leslie Ash? Oh, she's got to be going on 50 now. 56. Hmm. A bit older than I thought. Lee Chapman's 56 as well. Yeah. I'm terrible at guessing ages of people, to be honest. I'm not I'm not bad, me. But the thing is, people say, oh, how old do you think I am? And then they get offended when you get it right. Yeah. So it's like, well, <laughs> what's why, the why point? did you ask? Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, that was a fun segment. <laughs> <laughs> so the EU vote is coming up. Oh, oh yeah. Well, should we, should we do some politics? Just, just while we're on the Euros, what do you think our chances are? Oh yeah, yeah. As, a, as a national team, because you know, Tottenham have had a good season. We've got a lot of Tottenham's players in that squad that will link up together. Mm. Obviously, got Jamie Vardy up front. I, I, I don't hold out much hope to be honest, but you know, I, I'm, I'm of the view. I'm taking a pessimist view in the hope that uh, you can only be yeah. Uh, happily, yeah, I've got bettered. Yeah, <laughs> what was that? I, I, I can't even think of the right word. Ple- pleasant, pleasantly, uh, pleasantly surprised. surprised. There we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was looking at the fixture list, and um, the day we play Wales, it's on like a Thursday lunchtime or something. Yeah, which is not ideal, is it? No, no. Um, but it, it is silly. To, I remember. Do you remember the Japan World Cup? That was yeah. like in the middle of the morning. Yeah, but that, obviously that was the other side of the world. This one's in France. Yeah. So why? Why are they doing that? Oh, it would be TV audiences and yeah, probably all that kind of stuff. Who wants to watch England versus Wales though? England, England, English people and Welsh people. You know, yeah. to put it on early in the day, it's all right for people over like Australia, Japan, 
that side of the world, but they're not going to be bothered anyway. Fair point. I don't think we'll get much of an audience from Japan anyway, because they're not in the Euros. No, that is a good point. So it's obviously so, a European competition. Yeah. But yeah, EU referendum is uh, on the 23rd, and if you're not registered to vote by Tuesday, yeah, uh, then you won't be able to vote. Yeah, so get registered. Well, I mean, Have your say. I don't want to go. I don't want to get too much into it because it's a bit a bit boring. Um, but what do you think about um, the certain apps that are encouraging you to vote now? So when you go on Uber, it says, "Have you voted?" Yeah. Where were I? I think I were on Facebook. Facebook told Fa- me to register as well. Yeah, Facebook has been prompting it. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think it's uh, a good thing? I think it's a good reminder, especially for the younger audience yeah. that aren't necessarily going to do it. Cause I, I agree. Voting is, is an older thing, isn't it? Generally, politics is yeah. seen as an older thing. I suppose so. And, and like to get the younger crowd involved and actually talking about it and trying to dissect yeah. the actual facts rather than the rubbish that's been spouted. Yeah, well, I know. And that, that's that's one of the things that annoys me about any campaign is, is all the garbage that comes out from both sides. Yeah. Um, I, I'll just be happy on the 24th of June when it's all out of the way one way or another. And we yeah, can move yeah. on and talk it's, about some other polling rubbish. is really close, though, isn't it? Not that the polls like mean much nowadays. But. Well, they got, they got the last general election wrong. They said yeah. it was going to be hung Parliament. Yeah. And uh, Conservatives won by quite a margin, didn't they? So. Yeah. yeah Don't trust the polls. Like Forty-eight fifty-two or something at the minute. The polls to remain. Oh, in favour. I is believe it? so. Yeah. Is it? Um, but what what I was looking at this morning is. What, what an even better vote is, is Switzerland are voting on introducing a minimum basic income. Um, th- oh, right. This is, this is quite, quite a complex thing, but narrowed down to the most simple version is that basically everybody gets given by the state um, a minimum income of whatever it is, like might be £1,000 a month or whatever. Like a minimum wage? Yeah, but everyone gets it whether you're working or not. Literally every, oh, everybody gets right, wow. an amount. Oh, well, that's a bit strange. Well, it's uh, Finland are going to start voting on whether to do it. Um, Switzerland well, are voting now. Well, where's the incentive to actually get a job then and contribute if you're going to get paid anyway? See, that, that's the thing. It's actually a different look at it. It's a, a bottom-up way of working it rather than a top-down way of working it. And it was trial. Some a similar thing was trialed in Canada in the seventies in just one town in Canada, and. It actually turned out that they had more people working, but they worked like more flexibly, better hours for them, and also more people were staying in college and things like that. So over time, the population became more educated and got better jobs. So it really mm-hmm. worked. I, I definitely see the student argument in that. Yeah. Because you skint yourself to go to. to Get an education, don't you? But there's, there's loads of arguments for it. It's, if you actually look into it, when I first heard of it, I thought, that's a stupid idea. And then I went looking into it, and when you see all the actual studies and facts and stuff, it can really work. Mm. You're always going to get your benefit scroungers and stuff, but yeah. But when you look at kind of the results of the tests and things that they've done... Well, I suppose, I, suppose, I mean, like you said there, if, if people are getting paid regardless... Or they're getting some money. Yeah. Then they might be able to afford to be able to go to college and go to university and whatever. That's it. Apparently, the betterment of life was was off the scale. Mm. And and yeah, pe- people were working. Yeah, people were working more flexibly, and and um, it, they pretty much 
introduced it as being like a three or four day working week rather than a five day working week because people had a better quality of life because they were given some money by the state. I believe I believe Finland are testing it with about eight thousand low earners currently to see what the effects are, and then they're going to have a vote on it as well. Interesting. I think, Interesting. I think that's the way the world's going. You know, I, I think money's becoming less and less a thing. Yeah. And and it's all going to be about your flexible working and your like the way that the betterment of life, a better way of living rather than just living to work. Mm. Certainly hope so. Well, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we've got, got got a couple of songs to squeeze in, so we're going to have yep. a our saving day first. Yeah, one last chance. This is from their new EP, Matter Over Mind, which is out now on iTunes and all good music services. <laughs> and these uh, these guys are fairly, fairly young guys, aren't they? These are from Chesse. Yes. Chess Vegas. Ches- Chesterfield. Chesterfield. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, it's our saving day. Um, we're here till three o'clock, and then DJ Ski's here afterwards with Platinum Plates.
Ah, that stopped a bit suddenly, didn't it? Yes, and there's still nine seconds left according to that. Yeah, well, I just make these CDs up. I don't make them accurate. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly not. Um, yeah, our saving day there. Uh, I've, been, I've seen them before, um, and their style of music's not really for me, but I quite enjoyed that one. Yeah. Uh, you can you can tell the, the, they're getting better. Yeah, I think that's the best I've heard of them. Mm. Definitely. Have they, they got any gigs coming up? Are they doing anything for tram lines? I think they are, aren't they? I think they are. Well, I would assume they are. I've not, I don't know exactly what off the top of my head. but We don't, um, we don't know. I, I know that their new EP actually came out this week, so it's worth going and checking that yeah, out. Yeah, check iTunes. them out. Um, iTunes will be on Spotify, I guess. Yeah. Or buy a CD off them at a gig. Yeah. And give them more money. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, um, Danny Pietnick has indeed text back, confirmed that it was the trio. <laughs> so I've just said... Just had a biscuit segment on the show, haha. <laughs> yeah, thanks. It's, it's, as every week, and I stare into into the ether as you talk biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite biscuit? Viscount. Oh, Viscount. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see them anymore, do you? Not not regularly, no. I think mine's a custard cream. Really, mm. that's, that's the blandest biscuit ever. No, if you get if you get the cheap crap ones, then yeah. If you get a good, good custard cream. Nah, nah. What about, um, what about orange creams? Orange creams are good. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of a twist. Yeah, my dad came home with some like, what the hell are these? These aren't custard creams. <laughs> They're okay. They're okay. Obnobs are good. Ob- obnobs. Oh, obnobs. We a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, it's done. Um, just just one last uh, one last segment really um, for me, um, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, indeed. Um, died uh, died this week or last week, um, and what a guy, what a legend. Yeah, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of old footage from interviews and and whatever. Um, I saw something on Twitter today um, in 1981. Um, a, a guy was uh, he'd opened this this big window of a, of a tower block and he was starting to jump off. Right. And police were trying to talk him down, and they, I think they got a priest and whatever else trying to trying to talk him down. And Muhammad Ali happened to be in the vicinity, uh, went up, and managed to talk him down. Wow, he's like Paul Gascoigne before Paul Gascoigne, isn't he? <laughs> Bit of chicken <laughs> and, uh, and what else? And a fishing rod. And a fishing rod, yeah. Um, there's a story about Paul Gascoigne that's been in the news. I'm not going to say anything about it today. All right. uh, he's getting charged with racial abuse. Apparently, he made a Is joke. He, he did an evening with Paul Gascoigne and made a joke about a security guard or something. All right. Um, and uh, somebody's complaining they'd charge him. I, I once went to see a comedian. I went Jimmy Carroll, were it? I don't think it was. Nah. Uh, it, it was actually at Hillsborough at the Wednesday Ground and. Again, that comedian just laid into the doorman who was black, and it was the most uncomfortable it's, thing ever. It's just, <laughs> and everybody complained. You know, it's society's moved on. Yeah, we don't find that funny anymore, it's, and it's not funny. I'm not sure it was funny in the first place. Well, no, but. it wasn't. I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think, just you know, it, it was more acceptable than the likes of Bernard Bannon and whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, digressed again. Um, yeah. So. Um, I saw a I saw a bit of a news clip, and he it, it was it was like hanging out of the uh, the window, yeah. and Muhammad Ali was a few few rows down, and he said, oh, uh, "I think I've seen a picture of this." Yeah, yeah. he says, I'm, "I'm your brother. I'm here to help you." Yeah, uh, and he talked him down. Amazing, amazing guy. But I, I remember seeing him on um, a chat show. I don't know if it was uh, it was Wogan or Parkinson or something. 
And um, <laughs> he was on the same show as Freddie Starr. And oh, Freddie right. Starr was telling this really long, elaborate, elaborate story. Um, and it was all all nonsense. <laughs> but he, he built him up and built him up and built him up. And he was like leading forward in sus- complete suspense. And uh, Freddie Starr just went... <gasps> and Muhammad Ali absolutely... Crapped himself. <laughs> wow. The story was just completely complete nonsense. It wasn't anything at all. It was just wow. it just scared him, scared him completely. I'm not. I'm not sure that you'd want to scare Muhammad Ali. It was considering it, that the guy could punch you fairly hard. Yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't a Back typical then. boxer, though, was he? he was just. It was. He was like clearly a nice guy. He was a nice guy. A lot of it down to his religion and faith. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Big, um, big, big religious man. He, he denounced kind of. Um, all the fundamental Islamists and stuff, didn't he, after 9-11 and like, spoke out against that. He, he was a legend. He, it was all about like peace and love for him, um, even though he's a boxer. How ironic. Yeah, yeah. But disciplined sport. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's going to be a huge uh, procession and funeral um, on Friday um, and there's going to be a lot of lot of people there paying respects. Uh, Bill Clinton's going to deliver a eulogy. Uh, yeah. Um, Billy Crystal uh, are expected to speak as well. So. Um, He's had Parkinson's for a long time, hasn't he? Hasn't yeah, he? yeah, I think he has. But you know, we were talking about this last night. My, <laughs> Michael Parkinson said the same thing. You know, he said if you if you if you have that that many, uh, you know, we could dress boxing up as much as we like, but yeah. it's hitting people, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. fighting. Um, you're going out to hurt somebody, so it's took a lot of punches, and that will, will not have helped. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's all made it to 74. It's not a bad innings, is it? It's not bad. It just, just a shame. It's like with the rate that we're losing people this year is is absolutely crazy. Mm. Well, this is our tribute to uh, Muhammad Ali. It's a local one. Um, it's Reverend of the Makers, yeah. and it's a live version of Heavyweight Champion of the World. Yeah. So yeah, that's for Muhammad Ali, our, our little tribute to a boxing legend. And that was Reverend and the Makers doing a live version of Everweight Champion of the World. Yeah, great song. Great song. We I say we were dancing to that last night, weren't we? Yes. Um, In well, a drunken state. It's, uh, it's good to be back after a week. It is. Um, solid two-hour show, I think. Yeah. We've not run out of things to say. That's always a bonus. <laughs> Indeed. We did, and, uh, we did talk a little bit about biscuits and do some live Googling. Oh, yeah. Did you hear the biscuit segment, Rob? DJ Skis yeah. here. Cuss of creams. Come on. Told you. No. It's not on. Oh, I thought. It's not even in... top 50 custard creams. You lured me into a false insecurity there. I thought you were going to say, yeah, cuss of creams, great. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he didn't. That's on the list. No. Um, so Malted milk's on the list, isn't it? What's that? Malted milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You get a bit boring. <laughs> you, you get a bit boring after a bit, though, don't you? Who's actually going to kick us out here? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.